about the ordinance of baptism and certainly we take wonderful delight that we have three persons that we will be baptizing on this morning let's give God praise for that let me try that one more time we got three people being baptized into the family of God let's give God praise for that Amen, amen, amen. As we posture ourselves to carry out the ordinance of baptism, uh, we're asking that um, we would take our minds heavenward and focus on this wonderful opportunity to uh, birth persons into the family of God. And so at this particular time, let's bow our heads in prayer. God, we thank you for this wonderful privilege to baptize these candidates in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. We pray right now, God, that you will meet us in this moment, consecrate them for this hour, empower them to live a life for you. It is in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, we pray, and in his name we claim it done. Let everyone that truly believes say, Amen. before us sister Joanne Greg Lyons let the church say amen sister Joanne have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and do you want to be baptized or should I say reaffirm your faith and be a part of the St. Paul Baptist Church I'm gonna ask that family and friends of sister Joanne would you please stand if you're in the house family and friends of Joanne amen I have the wonderful privilege in a few days I'm going to be marrying she and her fiance and they're both are being baptized on today to become a part of the St. Paul Church. This Joanne, based upon your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this morning we baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have before us Brother Larry Scott, who is the fiancé of Sister Joanne. Amen. Brother Larry, 
Have you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And do you want to reaffirm that faith by being baptized and becoming a part of the St. Paul Baptist Church? We have before us Brother Jerome Greer. Let the church say amen. Brother Jerome, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And do you want to be baptized and become a part of the St. Paul Baptist Church? Amen. I'm going to ask that the family and friends of Brother Jerome Greer, if you're in the house, would you please stand? But I almost took, I almost baptized Brother Ron Dean again. I don't know if the Lord telling me he need to go back under. I just made him a deacon. That's kind of scary, ain't it? But I kept the main one safe, and that was Jerome, amen? Boy, I tell you, after 33 years of pastoring, you never see it all. All right, come on, let's give the Lord praise. levity or reason to laugh in anything and I think I know what happened Deacon Ron Dean got on those Jesus sandals he needs something better <laughs> got on those Jesus sandals man alright what time is it all right, Kelly, go ahead and open us up in worship. Come on, let's give the Lord praise as we prepare to worship Hallelujah. our God this morning. Come on, let's bless God for worship time, for new additions to the body of Christ. Come on, there's reason to rejoice this morning. For all of those who choose death, we got three who choose life, and I think we got some more life choosers in the house this morning. Are you glad that you done made it to January 15, 2023? It's almost Martin Luther King Day. We've had freedom fighters for centuries. There are plenty of reasons to worship the Lord this morning. So are you ready in the house to worship the Lord this morning? Are you ready online to worship? 
worship this morning. We serve an awesome God, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the truth of the Lord is mighty. The truth of the Lord is strong. The truth of the Lord is enough to keep us going. So if you believe God and God's truth, come on and tell God, thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord, that I'm surviving. Thank you, Lord, that I made it through sickness. Even if I don't have my answer yet, God, you're still working on it, and I am grateful. If there's a grateful person online or in the house, just tell God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We worship your name, God. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy, God. Thank you for all you've done for me, God. I thank you for my struggles and my trials, but I'm still standing, God. Get me started now. Holy, 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 Lord God, almighty God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Come on, let's worship the Lord this morning.
Amen. What an awesome, awesome God that we serve this morning. Our scripture this morning is coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 49. You can turn in your paper Bible or pull it up on your device on the screen. We're going to be reading Isaiah, chapter 49, and we're going to start with verse 1. We're going to read verse 1 through 7. I'm going to read from the New Revised Standard Version. You can follow along in whatever version that you have handy. And the word of the Lord reads as follows. Listen to me, O coastland. Pay attention, you people from afar. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow in his quiver. He hid me away, and he said to me, you are my servant Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity, yet surely my cause is with the Lord and my reward with my God. And now the Lord says, who formed me in the womb to be his servant. And now the Lord says, who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him, for I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. Say that again. And my God has become my strength. One more time. And my God has become my strength. He says, it is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and his Holy One, to be deeply to one deeply despised, abhorred by the nations, the slave of rulers. Kings shall see and stand up, princes, and they shall prostrate themselves because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. The word of God is blessed for the people of God, and thanks be to God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. And wherever you are this morning, whether it's online, in your car, in the house, let's gather our thoughts in to focus on Jesus. Those things that are on your heart, we lay them at the altar this morning. Let us pray. Our Father and our strong God, oh, how we bless your name this morning. You are the God of nations. You gather us together unto yourself. And this morning, as we enter into holy worship, God, we say thank you. Thank you for one more chance to bless your name. Thank you for one more chance to do things right. Thank you for another opportunity to get our flesh under subjection. Thank you for a reminder that you're still on our side, that you promised us that when we go through the fire, you be there. When we were in the waters, 
you'd be there, Lord God. You promised us that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And so in eternal companionship, God, we gather together today just to honor your name, just to bless you, just to thank you, just to appreciate you. And before we ask for anything, God, we want to thank you for everything, God. Thank you for your son. We celebrated his birthday a month ago. Thank you, God, that you sent your son to die for us, God. You didn't have to do it. Oh, God, and so many parents couldn't imagine sending their only son to die, but you did it. And we bless your name, God. Thank you for forgiving our sins, God. We confess them all right now, knowing that you're faithful and you are just to forgive us our sins over and over and over and over again and to purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, God, we say have your way in this place and let it start in my heart, in your heart, in every heart gathered in this building and across the internet. God, we're so excited to serve a God that can move not just from heart to heart and breast to breast, but over the airwaves and the internet, you can connect your children so that no matter where someone is standing in the earth realm, they are never alone, God. Thank you that we're never alone, God. Thank you that your mercies don't fail. They're new every morning, God. Thank you that your grace is sustaining us, God. Thank you that your forgiveness is covering even the things we did last night, God. Thank you that you haven't struck us down even though the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Thank you that you've seen everything we've done and you've heard everything we've spoken, yet you choose to love us. You collect our tears and comfort us. You are with those who are grieving and who mourn. You are still touching those in the hospitals who are ill and you're still raising up those who were sick and are now better. You're a soul-delivering, sin-forgiving, loving God, and we bless you this morning. Have your way. We praise you in a new year. We bring you everything we've been holding back, God. Nobody else knows, but you know. And we offer it to you right now. It is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, come on, let's praise the God who loves us and forgives us and covers us. Are you ready to praise him? Are you ready to praise him? Well, come on, let's do it then.
better than that for this is the day the Lord has made and we ought to rejoice 
and be glad in it. I really wish I had some folks in the house that did not really mind giving God some praise this morning. Oh, we could do a whole lot better than that. The Bible says that everything that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. Anybody know you got some breath this morning? Well, if you got breath, you ought to let it out. And you ought to let it out in a praise. Hallelujah. 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 God is great and greatly to be praised from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. And we thank the Lord for the wonderful opportunity to worship our God one more time. Amen. It is my wonderful privilege, it's my wonderful privilege to introduce to our church family uh, three new persons who have uh, been baptized this morning. And I'm going to ask that uh, they will come forward, Joanne Lyons, Larry Scott, and Jerome Greer III. I'm going to ask that they all will come at this time so that we can present to them Bibles and baptismal certificates. Kelly gonna ask, are they dry yet? <laughs> come on, let's give God praise as they come. Amen. I'm gonna have you. See, you come over here. I, I have the wonderful privilege um, of presenting particularly to all of these candidates their baptismal certificates and Bibles. So you have a certificate that affirms you've been baptized on this day. Put it somewhere prominent um, as far as your house is concerned to remind you of a second birthday. Um, and we also have a Bible that is appropriate for your age that we want you to read as a gift from our church to you. And so we want to celebrate that with you. It is also a joy. Joanne and Larry are going to be getting married on next weekend in Cancun. So they wanted to affirm, they wanted to affirm their faith as far as their walk with God is concerned. And we thank God for that. So at this time... Larry, this is your Bible and certificate. Sister Joanne, this is your Bible and certificate. And Brother Jerome, this is your Bible and certificate. God bless you all. Thank you all so much. You may return to your seat. We want you to get connected, get involved as far as the church is concerned. There are various things that you can do to utilize what God has laid in your heart as far as your gifts are concerned. And we look forward to uh, continuing to be, do life with you all. You may return to your seat. St. Paul, can we celebrate them? And let's give God praise for them. Amen, amen, amen. It is a joy, and, and I think we need to understand what a joy it is. Whenever we baptize anybody, that's real church growth. Uh, it's not just transferring from one place to another, but that's real church growth, being baptized into the family 
of God. Amen? Amen. I am also told that we have uh, in our midst, um, we have, of course, an athletic league, a basketball league that is housed here at St. Paul. And I'm told that the basketball players that uh, play in that league, they're in the house. And I'm going to ask if they would all stand at this time. And everyone that is working with our basketball league, if you would stand, let's give God praise for them. Oh, I think we could do a whole lot better than that. This is one of, of course, our, our ministries as far as the church is concerned, and we thank God for you all joining us. Now, let me ask a question. Do y'all want to stay in here or y'all want to go to youth church? Because if you want to go to youth church, Minister Joshua Jordan will be ready to share with you all, and I'm going to ask if you want to go to youth church. Can I get someone to take them to youth church if they want to go? Meet, meet, hold up your hand. All right. Meet the person that's, that's waving her hand in the back with the white gloves on, and they're going to take you to youth church. So we want you all to go to youth church. We want to give you a major shout out, and we want you all to go to youth church. Amen. Come on, St. Paul. Let's give God praise for them. Thank you all for taking time out. Amen. To be in our presence. Amen. Amen. And also, um, before uh, I move forward with any other observations, of course, I think this is the month that the majority of all of our black Greek letter organizations were founded. <laughs> so I just want to give a major shout out to the Kappas, the Sigmas, the Deltas, the AKA, and the Zetas. If you're all a part of any of those organizations, why don't you stand up? I want to give you a major shout out right now. Amen, amen, amen. George, don't come messing with me after church now. All right. Amen. And, of course, today is Founders Day for the AKAs, and uh, we celebrate them. And, of course, also today is the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's earthly birthday, and he would have been 94 on today. Amen. He would have been 94 on today, and so our... Uh, UMBA, the United Missionary Baptist Association, will be having uh, a service this evening at the uh, Park Ministries Church on Ford Road where Bishop Claude Alexander is the pastor, and that's going to be at 6 o'clock. Uh, the guest preacher will be the Reverend Dr. Kathy C. Jones, the senior pastor at the Park Institutional CME Church. And so we invite you to either go in person at 6 o'clock or to join online on Facebook or our YouTube platforms. This is also an opportunity for us to raise funds for the scholarship for that uh, UMBA gives as far as students getting ready to go to college. Uh, the office will be closed tomorrow. We will open back up at 9 on Tuesday. Also, Black History Month is coming up. And uh, as Black History Month is uh, approaching us, the first Sunday, wear your Sunday's best. That's Sunday's best. And so we want you to come in your Sunday's best. Second Sunday is HBCU Sunday. So wear your favorite HBCU attire. Uh, represent your favorite historically black college or university. The third Sunday is Black Community Organization Divine Nine Sunday. So represent the various organizations um, that aid and give lift as far as our community is concerned. 
And then what we call around here Wakanda Sunday is our African Attire Sunday on the fourth Sunday. And the preacher for that day is a good friend of mine. He's no stranger to St. Paul, the Reverend Dr. Stephen Blunt, uh, who is the pastor of the First Baptist Church Suffolk um, in Suffolk, Virginia. And so he's going to join us on that Sunday, and that's going to be African Attire. Check out our website to see how we'll be flowing as far as the month of uh, February is concerned. Also, first Saturday in February at 9.30, we're starting our new CEO class. I believe we got over 35 people that are supposed to go through CEO. Amen. Is this mic on? Let me, is this mic on? Let me try that again. I believe we got over 35 folks that's supposed to be going through CEO. I think we just brought in over 25 in the last class. We got about 35 supposed to be going through this class. And so that's going to be Saturday, 930. Um, uh, and we'll be starting that class on that Saturday. Also on that weekend is Love Notes 2023, uh, the retreat for that weekend. The theme, the closer I get to you, there are going to be tickets, $75 per couple for the sneaker ball on that Saturday night. But on that Friday night, they're going to have a virtual comedy show uh, featuring comedian LaRon La Clay or LC Funny. And then on Saturday the 5th, uh, we, uh, the 4th rather, we will have other couples uh, that will have breakfast and a half a day of dynamic sessions. And the facilitators are Judge Shante Burke Hayer and Jeffrey Hayer and the marriage gurus, Dr. Amy Steele and Pastor Michael Steele. Breakfast will be served at 8, workshop start right after. This will be a hybrid experience. And then that Saturday night, we will have the sneaker ball, um, as far as love notes are con is concerned, and that's going to be in the ray of hope. Dress in your finest and get your cleanest sneakers and um, come and share. That's going to be a wonderful weekend, and I want to applaud our marriage ministry for uh, pulling together such a great job. So let's give God praise for all that's coming down the pipe. Amen, 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 amen. Um, we're preparing at this time to um, do a litany, and this is a stewardship litany. It's a stewardship litany uh, for, uh, with a particular focus on those who practice the discipline of giving tithes and or paying tithes and giving offering uh, but it's for all persons that feel led to contribute something and we want to help you to get to the baseline tithes and offerings that's the baseline as far as biblical giving is concerned and so as we prepare to do that I'm going to ask and I haven't done this in the past but I'm going to ask uh, you to do a couple of things. First of all, all of those who are committed, uh, who are tithing and giving offerings or getting ready to make a commitment to give tithes and offerings, and tithe is 10%, at least 10% of your income. Some folks ask, well, Pastor, uh, should I pay on my uh, net or on my gross? My response is it just depends on what type of blessing you want whether you want a net blessing or a gross blessing. I pay on my gross. And so as your pastor, um, for my total package, uh, that's benefits and everything, 
uh, everything that I get, uh, I tithe on it. And so that has allowed for me to be probably one of the top three givers uh, in the church. Um, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to be an example. Um, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Let me try that again. I don't ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. And so I think that leadership, leadership requires that you be out in front. One of the stipulations that I have for all leaders here is that they at least be tithing and giving offerings. Uh, and so at this time, I'm going to ask uh, if you can make your way down front, but practice distancing. So uh, all tithers and uh, those who are making the commitment to tithe, if you will come down front, but practice social distancing. So, you know, if you need to fill the aisle, give, leave some space because COVID is still real. Uh, but if you're tithing, uh, make your way down, down front. going to have on the screen a litany for all of those who are uh, engaging in this discipline and it's a discipline and let me just say before we get ready to do this that just because you're tithing uh, right living without right giving can cause you to miss your blessing all right you you can't bribe God by giving your tithing and living a ratchet life However, you can't live a righteous life and you're not giving right. So right living plus right giving causes you to flow in a way that is uh, uh, just absolutely astounding and God will bless you as far as that is concerned. And so as you come to get consecrated as a tither, we also want you to understand that right living is expected as far as this is concerned. Let me just share before we do this consecration. Last year here at St. Paul, coming out of pandemic, we raised a little over $2.9 million. Um, and certainly God is to be praised as far as that's concerned. Um, uh, God is to be praised, but for a church of our size and of our ilk, we should be doing anywhere between three and a half to four, four and a half million eyes closed. And once we start crossing that threshold, we're going to be able to do some even more amazing things as far as the kingdom is concerned. So it's my hope and prayer that for the rest of you all that are sitting out there, that you one day will join us in the discipline of giving tithes and offerings. I guarantee you will not go broke giving tithes. Amen. I ain't never seen anybody go broke giving tithes and offering. I've seen you go broke going to the boat. 
going to the casino or drinking or doing some other stuff or buying clothes you don't need with money you don't have trying to impress folks you don't like but I ain't never seen anybody go broke giving tithes and offerings never 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 all right so here's our litany Today, we come before God and the ministry of the St. Paul Baptist Church to consecrate those who have made the bold step and audacious commitment to give at least 10% of their income back to God. It is God's desire that his people will honor him with the first fruit of their labor, those that are tithing. I'm waiting for them to bring up the litany. All right. Can y'all read that? All right. Okay, let's read it together. We thank you, O oh God, for giving us breath for life, faith for the journey, and strength to work. Therefore, we are obligated, and we are obligating ourselves to make the commitment to follow your word by bringing the tithes and offerings to your storehouse, that is the church. Tithing is not just an Old Testament principle, but it's a New Testament virtue. When Jesus came and ministered, he did not repeal the law of the tithe, but raised it to a higher level because of his grace. Tithers, we understand that tithing does not make us better disciples, but it places us in the proper place to do the will of God because we are truly giving of ourselves when we give of our resources. It is a blessed privilege to give to God because God has first given to us there is a blessing connected with tithing, tithers. Honor the Lord. Amen. Tithers. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Tithing is not about the giving of money. But tithing is about where we put our faith. When we tithe, we are making God first priority in our life. When we tithe, we are showing God and others that we trust in God to take care of us because we are obedient to God's word and will. Tithing is the starting point of biblical giving, not the end. Tithers. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Therefore, we give because it is more blessed to give than to receive. We make this commitment to God because of the promise of his word that God loves the cheerful giver. We make the commitment to tithe because our faith in our past tells us that we can take God at his word. Tithers. God's word says in Luke 6:38, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. All bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Let us bow our heads. God, as we come and we consecrate and recommit ourselves to giving the tithe and the offering to you.
Bless us according to your word. Position us in such a way that people will see something dynamic in our lives and wonder how is it we are able to do what we do. And as we tell them, because we're trying to live right and we're trying to give right. Help us, oh God, to live a godly, holy life as well as to give in such a way that the work of your kingdom will go forth. It is in Jesus' name we pray and we say amen. You may return to your seat. Let's give God praise for those who have made this commitment. And as you make your way back to your seat, we're getting ready to posture ourselves for prayer. I kind of been playing phone tag with um, Sister Betty Oates, but we want to lift her in our prayers. Sister Betty Oates lost her son, Chris Peterson, last week uh, to cancer. And so we want to lift her up in prayers. They make arrangements uh, for his homegoing celebration. We also want to lift up uh, the family of Regina Anderson, who is the sister of Disciple Gail Board. And those services are pending as well. We want to lift up the family of Joe Alexander, the brother of Disciple Jeanette Bird, the family of Victoria Curitan, the family of Susie M. Johnson, the grandmother of Ashley Johnson, and the family of Fred Thomas, the son of Disciple Barbara Graham. We continue to lift up uh, Sister Janola Blakeney, Marilyn Frazier Blakeney, uh, Reverend Dr. Paul Drummond, and uh, Lady Thomasina Drummond, Sister Lisa Duncan, and there are other names that are scrolling up and down our list. We also continue to lift up Deacon Ted Pearson in his recuperation from procedure several weeks ago. We flank him with our prayers. We lift up also the family of Sister Ruth Lockett. I mean, well, Sister Ruth Lockett, who is in ICU. Um, we continue to flank her in our prayers, Yvonne Pettis, Anthony Farr, and their names will be others that are scrolling up and down our list that we pray you will in your private prayer time join. I'm going to ask that um, Reverend Kelly Baptist will take us to the throne of grace as far as prayer concerns. Uh, go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be seated uh, as far as prayer concerns. And um, we will go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Let us pray. Our Father and our strong God, we thank you for every name that has been lifted. They are connected to this family, and we bring them up before you, God. We come to you on their behalf, asking you to do what only you can do, to comfort, to heal, to restore, and to bring peace. God, you are still the God of peace and the God who cares, and you promised us that even when we went through trials and tribulations that you would be with us, God. You warned us that we were going to have trials and tribulations, but fear not, for you have overcome the world. And not only that, God, but you have bestowed upon us the title of overcomers. So God, we just ask that you would touch these families, God. Not only that, but move into those families who are still grieving, God. We've seen so many who have passed from labor to reward over the last 
year and more, God. And we know that even though their memory lives in us, God, sometimes the journey of grief, oh God, will have waves, oh God, that crest and flow. So we ask that you would continue to minister to those families who are still suffering, still grieving. And God, not only that, but cause us to be the hands and arms of God, reaching out to remember someone that we know has been through some stuff, God. Sometimes we need to remember that we're a testimony that we have been through and you will make it through too. God, we lift up this nation. So much chaos has been going on, God. It seems like there's something new in the news every day. It's like a tennis match of chaos going back and forth. But God, we pray that your order would flow through this country from the highest annals of government to the lowest places in the nation. God, we need for the government to be on your shoulders so you can show us how you need things to be done so that the people are help so that we can truly say thy kingdom come and thy will be done even in this place called the USA and beyond. God, we pray for those who are still reaching out, Lord God, to those who are in need. It was cold this week, God. And there are some who are still out in the cold, Lord God, not just physically, but spiritually. So God, we lift them up before you right now, God, saying, have your way to send the resources, send your people to bring those out of the cold and out of the darkness and into your marvelous light. God, we thank you because we know that every prayer that we lift is heard. Lord God, we know that those things that are still on our hearts, you're still dealing with them and we trust you. God, we thank you that even though there are those still dealing with illness, God, there are so many that you have healed, God. Healed from COVID, healed from cancer, healed from illnesses, big and small, God. And we rejoice for every small miracle and we know that we're preparing for bigger and better yet to come. You are the God who sees us, the God who saves us, the God who loves us. And our trust, our hope, our faith, and our love is in you. We believe you. We stand on your promises. And we say it is so. It's in Jesus' name that we all pray and we say together, amen, amen, and amen. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. If you believe that prayer has been answered, can you give God praise right now? We certainly thank the Lord. I am. This is uh, Lady Pierce's first Sunday of the new year being in church. We thank God for her presence. Amen. She had been dealing with COVID for the last couple of weeks. And um, uh, that's, you know, I knew it was real. But when you see it up close and personal, uh, it takes on a whole different dynamic. And so, uh, please, ma'am, please, sir, consider getting vaccinated. And if you're vaccinated, get boosted. Because ain't no telling where she would have been had she not been vaccinated and boosted. And so, um, glad she's able to be in the house. Amen. 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 Well, beloved, it is time to give. Amen. It's time to give. And of course, we just had consecration for tithe, tithes and off, uh, those that are giving uh, tithes and practicing that discipline. But for all of us, all of us can give something. And so as we prepare to give, there are three ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. First is by either sending in your check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen 
Charlotte, 28205, or dropping off check, cash, money order at the church. Uh, if you decide to do that, call the church office first at 704-334-5309 to make sure someone is here to receive that offering. The other way you can give is by going online and giving through our website through Church Life or ACS. You can also give through the app called Givelify. And if you don't have that app in your smart device, download that app, connect to your favorite credit card, and in three clicks, you can give. You may have a physical offering here in the church, and if so, at the appropriate time, we're going to have you to reach to the outer aisle. There ought to be a basket uh, underneath your seat, and we're going to ask that you would pass that basket down to the inner aisle. Amen? However you're giving, whether you're giving a physical or giving digitally, if you would, take your offering, place it in your right hand. If you're able, we want to give God what's right, not what's left, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you right now, um, and we give because you are first given to us. We don't take this for granted. And as we come, we're sowing into great ground here at the St. Paul Church. And so, Lord, in your own sovereign and imitable way, take these gifts of ours, multiply them in a Godful way. For those that are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings, bless them according to your word. For those that may not be tithing but giving something, God, bless and increase their faith. And then, God, for those who feel like they don't have to do anything or give anything, convict them and help them to realize they can't beat you giving, no matter how hard they try. And God, take these gifts of ours and use them for your work, your witness, your word, and your work. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For those that have physical offering, if you would, look uh, on the outer edge and there ought to be a basket. Uh, pass that basket down and our accounting will receive it.
wake you up this morning? Do you have a reasonable portion of health and strength? We can sing hallelujah.
Bible says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, let me see if I can connect the dots for you. That if you know you are a winner, that means you can keep your hand on the plow and not turn your back when everybody else feels like giving up. Let me try that one more time. Do I have anybody that know I am a victor and not a victim? I am a winner, not a whiner. If you know that God has given you victory, not in and of yourself, but through Jesus Christ our Lord, that ought to be enough for you to shout and to give our God the praise. Hallelujah. For those of you who have your Bibles, we want to call your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Really going to be talking about your spiritual gifts and the church today. These words are printed. In the New King James Version of Scripture, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Sathenius, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all who are in every place called on the name of Jesus our Lord, both theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God, my God always, concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge even as a testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. Verse 7, which is key, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly awaiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. My subject is not too exciting, but it excites me. I want to talk about the purpose of spiritual gifts for the new year. Um, the purpose of spiritual gifts for this new year. Kind of been on this new year thread and want to kind of continue this theme. The purpose of spiritual gifts for the new year. I might be dating myself a little bit, but um, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Lion King. I like The Lion King because of its depiction and description about life and living, death and dying, prescribing what happens when one 
runs from his or her purpose and destiny. The Lion King is sort of a semblance of biblical stories like the story of Joseph and Moses and even the Shakespearean tragedies of Hamlet and Macbeth. The Lion King, I like that story. It's a story about uh, Mufasa in the pride lands of Africa. Mufasa, the king of a pride of lions. Mufasa was married to Sarabi. They had a little lion cub by the name of Simba. Simba was the apple of his daddy's eye. And Simba was the heir apparent to become king of the pride lands. 